So welcome everybody to our kickoff to our second national conference, virtual national conference. Um, we're really excited to have another series of, of panel discussions that are vital to our community to ensuring that you know, we're having these open discussions about what our community will look like in five years, 10 years, 15 years. Um, so we'll be talking about a lot, a lot of things, but first um, just wanted to recognize a few of our sponsors before we, we kick it off. So this entire conference really was made possible by FLAD. And so we thank them very much for their continued support. There was be a lot of things that we wouldn't be able to do without them. Um, and we have a, a brief message from FLAD today. Levar os portugueses mais longe. Ser uma ponte entre Portugal e os Estados Unidos da América. Esta é a missão da Fundação Luso-Americana para o Desenvolvimento. A FLAD nasceu em 1985 na sequência do Acordo das Lages e por aqui passaram até hoje milhares de pessoas e ideias que ajudámos a transformar em realidade. Promovemos a partilha de conhecimento e experiências através de bolsas de estudo, estágios, prémios e conferências unindo os dois lados do Atlântico. Trabalhamos diretamente com a comunidade portuguesa nos Estados Unidos. Queremos contribuir para que o papel dos luso-americanos seja cada vez mais forte e para que as origens portuguesas sejam continuamente celebradas. Nesta ligação atlântica surgem, claro, os Açores. Pela sua importância geoestratégica de segurança e defesa, científica e cultural, são um ponto essencial na atividade da FLAD. Somos ciência, educação, arte e relações transatlânticas. Há 36 anos a contribuir para o desenvolvimento de Portugal e dos portugueses. Eu também gostaria de agradecer a por sua sponsorship, as well as Portugalia Marketplace, que eu sempre like to call Português Mecca. Uh, and our additional sponsors, UMass, Lowell, Anchor Construction, Atlantis Agency, The Navigator Company, and MDVIP. So thank you very much uh, for your sponsorship. Um, and all right, now we're going to stop sharing. Um, and so I'd like to introduce our speaker today, the president of FLAD, Rita Faden. Welcome, Rita. Thank you so much You're for welcome. joining us. So I'm going to turn it over to you to uh, give your remarks, and then we'll have a brief discussion afterwards. Okay, great. Thanks you, Angela, and hello, everyone. Uh, it is great to be with you once again. We are still meeting in this online format. Although I would like to meet with you personally, this way we can reach members of the community that would not otherwise be able to join us in person. And this is exactly where I would like to start my opening remarks by affirming the need to reach more people. This will allow our community to have a greater and enduring voice and to strengthen and expand the relationship between Portugal and the United States. It is common for us to hear that there are almost 1.5 million people of Portuguese descent in the United States, but we need to get to know them to make sure that they realize the importance of this heritage that they know the value of belonging to the community. This is especially important for the younger generations, fully integrated in the American society, and that's great. They need to hear about PALCUS and other community associations. They need to be encouraged to find innovative ways to participate in the initiatives, and they need to hear about Portugal, a modern Atlantic country with whom the United States as a long-standing alliance based on shared values. In the following days throughout this conference, you will have the opportunity 
to deepen your knowledge on current challenges faced by the Portuguese American community. The Portuguese language, youth engagement, professional networks, among other subjects, will be the focus of the sessions. These are crucial topics for the future of the community. But the impact of these sessions will depend on the way you approach them. I encourage you to critically engage in the discussions, share insights, and think in a collaborative way with fellow members of the community. The more you put into the discussion, the more you will take out of it. I'm sure that most of you who are listening to this kickoff session somehow identify with this community and want to contribute to it. I'm not able to see you, but I imagine there are many familiar faces. I want to tell you that each one of you in your different careers or fields of study has a role to play in it. You are all in a decisive position to promote meaningful relationships on different sectors between Portugal and the United States. And needless to say, you have a partner in FLAS. When I, visit, when I visited the United States in 2019 as FLAS president and met with members of the community from both coasts, I witnessed firsthand your commitment and your engagement in maintaining the ties with Portugal. For instance, I remember visiting the Durfee High School in Fall River. The students I met there are a great example that it is possible to grow up as a dedicated American citizen and maintain the bond with Portugal. The same goes for the students of the Discovery Language Academy in New Bedford. I was impressed by their determination to learn the Portuguese language. But the Portuguese culture is also celebrated by those selling Portuguese products in the United States. I visit Manuel Pedroso in Rhode Island, and it was amazing to see his dedication to maintaining Portugal alive in the future generations. Portugalia Marketplace is, of course, another success story of our hardworking community. Attentive to the need to modernize and adapt to the American society, it contributes to making Portugal known in New England. So does the Fabric Festival. It showcases contemporary Portuguese culture and is able to go beyond the community and affirm itself in the multicultural society that surrounds it. In the West Coast, I vividly remember the enthusiasm and strength of our community in San Diego, a community that has been keeping Portuguese identity alive in California for many generations. These are only a few examples of your great potential. Here in Portugal, I also witness a willingness to work with the Portuguese American community and with the US in general. I can tell you, that this attitude of openness is present in the universities, in the business sector, and of course, at the political level. But for all these to bear fruits, we cannot underestimate two aspects that I mentioned in last year's Palcos National Conference. I argued then and stress again today to harness the associative spirit and to strengthen political representation is key to the affirmation of the Portuguese American community and to the bilateral ties of our countries. Our community has come a long way. Today, we have at least 40 legislators across the US at the state and federal level and hundreds of other elected officials. 
On the other hand, we have institutions such as PALCO, CIPAC, among others, that are truly committed. And I notice that an increasing number of your initiatives include young Americans of Portuguese descent and seek to give this younger generation a voice. These are good signs, but there is still work to do. Community organizations need to become more robust and better equipped to answer the challenges of the community in different areas. It is up to us to make sure that different, that future generations participate politically and remain attentive to the key issues for our common future. It is crucial that the community has a voice in issues that distinctively impact and interest all of us, such as the promotion of Portuguese as a global language, increasing political representation, and strengthening networks and community associations. Tackling these challenges is the underlying goal of FLAD's long-standing partnership with PALCUS and with other community organizations. It is essential to remind ourselves of this goal. Only by doing so will we be able to create more opportunities for the members of the community to develop their vision and ideas for the future. Remember that you are the bedrock of the relationship between Portugal and the United States. So be sure to use your unique position in service of the prosperity of both our countries. Thank you. Obrigada. Thank you so much. Um, you hit on so many key themes that we're going to be addressing in the uh, in the national conference. I'm trying to figure out how to un uh, unpin you. <laughs> you know, as as often as I um, uh, there we go, there we go. As often as I have done Zoom conferences, that there are still little quirks about the platform. I'm still learning, um, but you hit on so many really key things that we're going to be talking about in the conference and that are really important for people to really think about and decide what they're going to do about it right so you mentioned two things reaching more people and also engagement those are i mean two of our biggest challenges that we continue to face not only with palcas but i think all of our organizations and i think um and i'd love to get your thoughts on you know as a somebody that's visited the communities and and through your initiatives that you know that flat has been uh, implementing um i don't know if you've seen any sort of patterns or trends or you have ideas or or anything but you know from my perspective we all have a responsibility to share the information and try and reach more people right so if that means sharing an event on our Facebook page or in conversations with people, we bring things up. Oh, did you hear about the wine tasting that's happening? You should go, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So word of mouth and then engagement, you know, actually deciding how, you know, if I want my kids and future generations to still have a community, what am I doing about it? You know, so, my, you know, our good friend, Denise Borges has a great saying that he's, he says all the time is when people tell him, I'm really proud to be Portuguese. And he says, that's great. What are you going to do about it? And I think that's a perfect sentiment that it's like, it's, you know, it's fine to just be proud if you're okay with things disappearing after five, you know, 10, 20, 50 years. But if you want things to continue, we have to decide what are we, what are we going to do specifically to, to keep it going. So I'm, I'm curious for your thoughts on that, just based on your interactions with the community. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Angela. I think 
my basic point here is that everyone has a role. As you said, perhaps some people just want to say, I'm proud of being Portuguese. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Mm -hmm. for, some, for, some, for, someone, for some of them, that is enough. But I hope that for increasingly a larger number of people, that is not enough. Because as you say, if we do not, if we don't do anything, if you just remain quiet and silent, things will gradually disappear. Will disappear. Right. Because the, I mean, the new generations, perhaps they don't speak Portuguese as uh, the older generations. They don't have uh, this type of engagement. So I believe everyone has a role. And there are lots of things that they can do in their local, uh, in their local fields. They can, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, they can reach an organization. They can be part of an organization. They can create an organization, organization where there is yeah. none. And then they can affiliate with Palcos because for floods from the beginning, it is very clear for us that it's crucial to have a national organization that congregates and that has the ability to aggregate every different association that there is in the United States. I think mm -hmm. we can at the same time respect the, the regional differences and the different positions in different states, but having an ability to, to act together and to have a voice at the national level that is crucial for the future of the of the Portuguese language, for instance, in the United States. And to be able to defend it, you need to have a national voice. And we want we will do it, we want to do it through Palcos, because that mm -hmm. Palcos is the existing organization. And it doesn't make sense for us to create another one. <laughs> by, by right. side. So what I'm saying, if someone is critical of Palcos, great, reach them, engage with them. Help them to change the the uh, the organization. It's not uh, the, absolutely that the role for everyone. I think that is crucial. And then, as you have spoken, the level of engagement. There are many things to do. So at the at the regional level, at the in I mean in in your community, join an association, create an association, and also helping. I think it's crucial, for instance, to have different levels of representation of Americans of Portuguese heritage. At the political level, I'm always insisting, you know, I'm always insisting that it's key to have political representation because that is the only way to defend our interests. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know another way to defend your interests. At, at, at the same time, there are different levels in the US where you can have a participation, where you can be, I don't know, a water regulator. I mean, you have lots of other uh, yeah. elected posts. And also in those posts, in the schools, in the community, in the police, it is important to have Portuguese and to mm -hmm. assume that heritage. Because I always say this, you can be a proud, loyal American citizen, but at the same time, keen to engage with Portugal and mm -hmm. to maintain mm -hmm. the ties with Portugal and with your community. It is possible yeah. to do, do both without undermining the alliance that you have with the United States. It's great. I mean. For us, it's great that the, the Americans of Portuguese heritage are totally integrated and fully mm -hmm. integrated in the society and play an important role. That's great. Now let's try to unite more of us. Let's right. try to unite and to, to be able to, to, to identify clearly the common yeah. interests and to be able to defend them. You hit on so many wonderful points i wish we had another hour to discuss all of these 
but uh, so the first one I'll address is, you know, if you uh, have a problem with something that Palkus is doing or not doing, then engage with us. <laughs> and I will give you an example because we had somebody just join as a member and she wrote that, you know, I'm not really happy with how you're um, trying to pull Portuguese out of being recognized as Hispanic, but I do like some of the other things that you're doing. And so I'm joining anyway so that I can, you know, get more involved. Perfect. That is absolutely yeah. perfect. And we want to have a conversation with that person or anybody that has opinions about those things and feels passionately about them, because that doesn't mean that just because we have a position on something today that it's not going to evolve over time and could, you know, potentially change. Who knows? Right. Yeah. Uh, you and know, the, the world changes. So mm -hmm. diverse. I mean, of course, you yeah. will have lots of different opinions in lots of issues. It's normal. But what absolutely like the community in Palcos is the link and the, uh, to the Portuguese uh, community and to Portugal. This is what that is what unites people in Palcos and in different Portuguese associations. I right. Mean, and even to achieve that, I mean, how should can we achieve a greater national representation, a greater mm -hmm. national presence? And especially, which I think it's very important, is that how do we ensure that the younger generations keep an interest in Portugal and in maintaining ties with the with the community and they that they feel engaged and interested mm -hmm. in the community. Yeah. There is uh, no single answer. There are many ways to do it, and it's normal that people have different ideas. I am very comfortable always with different ideas. I think we it's good to have a, a it makes us yeah. yeah, and it makes us smarter, it makes us more yeah, creative, exactly. it, it opens yeah. our minds. Yeah, absolutely. I think the, the, common, the goal is com the common goal is very clear, and then there are many ways that we can do it. For instance, I for one think that Palco should be more professional. I don't, it's not your fault because, of course, you are all doing this pro bono, mm -hmm. but it's very difficult from a moment. It's very difficult to have a more engaged and a more uh, capacity to work with the different associations if you don't have a, a someone fully engaged, sure. full time working. So, absolutely. And you can't do that because you have your work <laughs> and you are yeah. working pro bono yes. in the in uh, in Palco. so i really need think that we need to reach uh, the next level uh, and have someone full, working full time and as i've 100%. said what can help in this in this endeavor uh, and having someone i, I, I agree their role. a thousand percent <laughs> a thousand percent i agree a hundred percent um the other thing that you mentioned was uh you know being able to create an organization, join an organization. I mean, if there's anything that COVID has taught us is that you have to be creative and come up with new ways of doing things. And um, I, I will say if anybody out there has ever found themselves saying, you know, what would be great is if we had this, you know, what would be fun is if we did this kind of an event. So start one, right? Get a few friends together. And even if it's just a few of you to start and then it will just grow organically right or reach out to palcus and we can serve as a platform for launching something new uh, and we have done that in a, a number of different capacities whether it's a, a new um, professional organization like the portuguese american bar association uh, or with next gen where we you know young people were looking for a platform of their own so when now we have the next gen academy we're going to be coming out with a next gen podcast which we're really excited about so 
yeah, there's nothing that says that you can't do it. So uh, to your point, um, anybody can create whatever they feel needs to be in the community. Um, and the other really important part, actually we'll have a whole panel dedicated to this, is the role of community organizations, that they really do have to evolve and start to serve more as a gathering place and a community-centered type of place to bring the community together, right? Not just a one-time fest a year. Mm -hmm. You know, there, there has to be a place where they can come together and socialize and watch movies mm -hmm. and maybe have a, you know, some language classes or cultural workshops, things like that, just things to, to better engage the community. And I, you know, I do know what it takes a lot of work and volunteers, but I think if, if enough of us feel the need for that, then it's very possible. It's, it doesn't have to fall on the shoulders of one person, right? There's, there's a lot of people, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Well, I know that you uh, have another webinar to get to, and so I don't want to <laughs> take up too much no, more I of your time. I would just like to say something sure. to complement what you said, that I, and I agree totally, is that one of the good, fantastic things about the United States is the, the strength of the social, civil society and of the capacity that it has to create associations and to join to I mean to to create different communities to to organize uh, to organize events and I think that's where we have to evolve of course it's important to still have an organization that can organize and do the festas okay we will mm -hmm. always have the festas sure. this is important sure. but apart from the festas trying to do something else and trying to have a segment in the festas that perhaps can interest more uh, a younger generation. I don't know. Talk to them. It's uh, the festas having a booth or something. Yeah, uh, yeah some exactly. type of yeah. The festas as it is, they are still interesting for them, or should we think of having an adding another segment? I don't. If, we don't have to make them disappear. We can add sometimes another segment. Absolutely. And try to and try to attract more people because that is, I think now it's the next level. It's to be able to reach more people and to, to reach deeper into the different communities. And that's it for my part. Yeah. Thank you, Angela, for having me. Thank you, everyone. It was great. I'm sorry I'm not there, able to be there, but I hope that next year we will all be able be to meet in person and to, I mean, to continue this exchange of ideas. So I hope you have a great day here and uh, see you soon. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you, Angela. Thank you very much, Rita. It's been great. Um, and so everyone out there, please be sure to register for all the rest of our sessions. Um, the, you can find the entire schedule on our website, uh, www.palcus.org slash united through heritage. Uh, all of the events are free for everyone to attend. Uh, we encourage your participation. If you have suggestions, you said, hey, you know, there's a lot of sessions here, but you didn't have a session on this topic. We definitely want to hear from you. So please send us your feedback on that. And of course, if you like what we're doing, if you think that these sessions are valuable and you want to continue to see these kinds of conversations happen, that requires uh, Palcus to exist and for us to exist we need the support of our members. So please consider becoming a Palkus member. It's very affordable. Starts at $50 for the year, which is less than a cup of coffee a day for a month. Uh, so uh, we, we really encourage you to, to join us, some, you know, support the community, support our initiatives. And again, uh, we hope to see you on our sessions and we hope to see you throughout the year and engaging in, in different events. 
Thank you very much and have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.